Today, it's Build Your Agenda for Unleashed World. What to expect from HR tech. So we've got plenty of stages at the upcoming event, and we've got some like two or three times the number of delegates that uh, came to Unleash America. The different stages we've got are learning and skills, HR tech, talent, recruitment, HR transformation, pay and rewards, work zen, it never stops. But today, I'm joined by Dan Richardson, who is our senior journalist and HR tech and transformation lead here at Unleash. Dan, how are you doing? Uh, hello, I'm very well, thank you. Um, very well done on remembering that very long job title. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yes, uh, we've got so much to talk about today. Uh, just to round off the other stages, I forgot a few actually. Uh, brand new for Unleashed World, we've got an influencer stage where the analysts, the researchers in our industry uh, are going to be talking about um, research and analysis, I would uh, I would think. Uh, also some roundtables, we've got product announcements and of course the main stage, which is broadly uh, focusing on kind of future of work. This is where our keynotes are going to sit. But like I said, today we're going to be t- focusing on HR tech. And uh, currently we've got six sessions booked in under the HR tech tag. As we get near the event, uh, these are going to expand, but we're going to go through them one by one. So the first talk is on Wednesday, October 12th, 12, 10 p.m., titled Don't Believe the Hype, Understanding the Reality of HR Tech Today. And it's hosted by David Wilson, who's CEO at Fosway. So, Dan, before I come to you on this, a little bit of background on David. Uh, he's, he's an analyst, he's a researcher. He, he works for Fosway, which is Europe's number one uh, analyst. <clears throat> Excuse me been doing a lot of talking today um (laughs) and um i think their big thing their their kind of signature analysis piece is the nine grid and so the nine grid is something which uh focuses on uh organizations uh tech platforms the cost of ownership the presence in the market the kind of type of uh the type of platform they are whether they're kind of a strong performer strategic leader potential leader this kind of grid split into nine surprisingly enough and uh they do this for hr systems learning systems digital learning but the talk that um he's going to be focusing on is uh about hr reality sorry the nine grid he's going to be focusing on is about hr realities and that makes up the backbone of the first talk that we're going to be discussing the big question for me and something that david is hopefully going to address is which solutions are hype it could be interesting what do you think dan well, I think it's it's a tricky one because as much as every solution provider doesn't want to buy into the hype, it, you know the the nature of of tech is that there's trends, there's hot topics, and there's stuff that we get excited about, right? So it is a really difficult thing for organisations to go. Uh, this is an example. Please don't take this as gospel, but you know, is employee experience and the tools around that is that just hype or is it? you know, something that's tangibly going to deliver business benefits and tie that together. So I think, basically, I think David is going to be one of the most essential ones <laughs> at Unleash World. Um, they're all essential, though, I promise. Um, yeah. oh, oh, I, um, what, what do you think, John, just in terms of, because we obviously do a lot of HR tech, do you think there's going to be any, any sort of shockers that David's gonna gonna pull out, or, or do you think this is just more a, a guideline for how we can approach tech, maybe in a more reasonable and objective manner? Well, I think um, David's got the advantage of working for an analyst who are kind of independent in the market, so they can talk with honesty and detachment about what's out there, and they get a hell of a lot of data. 
uh, from these different sources to put these nine grids together, which, I mean, they, they are pretty complex looking. God knows how they manage even to distill it down to that from the amount of data that they do get. Um, it's something that he's been doing for 20 plus years. Uh, so there's, a, you know, there's a great continuity in the work that he's done and how he can kind of look at how the market's changed. And I think I, I'd be prepared to uh, see him sort of take down a few um, sacred cows, but let's see, really, to be honest. I'd like to hope so, because I, I think there's, there are, word, there are buzz, buzzwords and phrases and terms that you kind of see crop up and then disappear again. And I'm wondering from where we are at the moment what those words are going to be. But I think, David, if anyone, is very well placed to do this. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, just to add on to that, I, what I'm really interested to see if he talks about is sort of out-of-the-box solutions as well, you know, where everything sort of encompassed it in, in one uh, sort of HR system or service management system. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about that recently. Um, so if he can shed any light into if there is one magical tool that can provide an answer to all our problems, um, <laughs> at, you know, our salvation, I think that would be really great to get. Uh, yeah, I mean, we shall see. We shall see, I guess. Um, I think I've accidentally muted everyone. Another great uh, Twitter spaces first there. Um, also, hello to Ali and uh, Alistair as well, who have tuned in. Uh, and Annabelle, obviously, in the background. Yeah, let's move on to the next question. Um, the next question. The next talk. This is a panel. It's called Designing for the New Work Era, Tech for the Mobile Workforce and Deskless Workers. Uh, this is going to be Holger Muller um, from Constellation Research. A bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Constellation Research, uh, fresh off the back of his appearance, uh, moderating at Unleash America and also being interviewed by Kate Graham. Um, that interview upcoming on Unleash.ai. Also, Matthew Hanwell, uh, head of HR tech at Tia Tovery. Uh, I'm going to try and pronounce that company again. Tieto Every. There we go. Much better. Um, yes. So they're going to be talking about um, what, deskless work, what tech deskless workers need for the future, really. What do they need? Dan, what do you think? Uh, it's, it's an easy answer from me, John. It's a mobile phone. That's the big one. Um, I think what we I spoke to Meta a few a few months ago now, and their kind of their big push for their deskless worker clients was basically creating an app. Other apps are available uh, that just allowed frontline workers to communicate not only with each other but get the messages from senior leadership about whether it's culture or you know everything that's happened in the pandemic because often they're they're just overlooked. So I think a mobile phone app is the first step to really enabling deskless workers. Uh, and what about you, John? Is there, Do you have a contrary opinion? You're about to blast that one out. I'm not going to blast that one out. I do agree with you. But what I also think is I spoke to uh, the C the founder of uh, Bob or Hi Bob today, who, which are the um, HRIS that we use, um, HR information system that we use. And he was saying that he, he thought that one of the big upcoming trends is going to be around well-being. So I think alongside obviously everything being mobile, I think that to kind of equalize the playing field, depending on where people are working, whether they've got a desk, what country they're in, time zones, et cetera, everything like that. Another thing is about kind of regulating the amount you work and, and um, really trying to provide that divide between uh, work and play, work and home, 
however you do it, because we're more than ever always on. And I think that can be great. It can be really helpful, but it also means that you really have to be mindful of your boundaries. That's my opinion on it all. I think that's a, a really, really good take. And a lot of the stuff we talk about well-being is, is primarily focused on office workers. Um, but, you know, the reality is the majority of workers are deskless. So if we're doing well-being for workers, it's got to come for everyone, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the third talk on uh, day one, sorry, the, I didn't give you the timing. So the last one was 2 p.m. On the HR tech stage, the next one is 3.10 on this same stage. And the title of the talk is Winning the Tech Game, HR Tech Priorities and Strategies for the Future of Work. In a saturated market with a seemingly endless supply of major providers and up-and-coming quote-unquote unicorns, it can be nearly impossible to identify the best solution for your organizational needs. Essentially, it's asking the question, how can you build the perfect tech stack? And to be honest with you, I don't think that exists, uh, or at least one doesn't exist, because it has to be specific to your business teams, right? I, I mean, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think everyone is looking for the for the perfect tech stack, the perfect tech solutions to make business work. But if there's anything that we've learned in the last three years, it's that agility is actually king. It's not it's not the tech stack. It's not it's not what you've got in your locker or how much money you're spending. It's the ability to make change quickly, reactively, and um, really in a way that benefits your employees and, and listening to, to what the needs of the business are. Um, I'd be really interested with this one to, to really understand if there is certain tools or additions that people think could actually help with the future of work, you know, sort of after the discussion and, and really understand where we think the future of work's going because I think that's where this, this opens it up to when we talk about tech stacks. What do you think, John? I agree, but I'm also going to come back to the first talk from David Wilson because I think we're going to see a lot of buzzwords kind of killed off here. Can we future-proof processes for the changing world of work? Is it possible to is it possible to safeguard against rapid change? What process was my God? What processes will endure? That's those are my questions. I think. Um, and there will be kind of generalized processes that will help in the changing world of work. But whether or not the solutions that we've got right now are good enough and will be long and have that longevity to deal with the change, I think, is something that we're going to find out. Um, on today, Dan, sorry, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I, I, I was just going to say, I think as well, it's kind of the ownership of the solution as well. So it's not saying, oh, this, this solution doesn't help anybody go into the future. It's saying this is how we've leveraged this solution and maybe a way you wouldn't have thought of. I know we've all seen like Teams, Slack and all that become commonplace and the tough reality is some businesses have adapted to that really well and it's been really simple for them. And others may be like, oh, it's time to go back to the office now because that hasn't worked. So yeah, it's about find, It's about carving your own path. <laughs> that's, that's what I'd say with you tech stack. Indeed. Indeed, I agree. I'm doing what I do when we record podcasts, which is if I uh, trip over my words, I say it again because, you know, I'll edit it out. But um, we are live. We're fully live. Um, so day two, 11.35 a.m. on the HR Tech stage. The big question, why is the big go live only the beginning? So this hasn't got a synopsis yet, but it's going to be Anat Marcus, who is Director of Global HR Operations for Axe and Nobel Talking. And I'm going to take you back to something that 
uh, a discussion I had about the way that we publish content a while ago. And, you know, we will develop an idea, we'll write it up, you'll edit it, you'll prepare it in the content management system, you'll publish it. The way to look at this, I think, is that when you publish it, it's not this, this end of the conversation, it's the start of the conversation. And it's this same kind of thing. You've done the work, you've, you've, you've uh, done the procurement, you've done the analysis, you've you put in a request for proposal with various companies, you've decided on the tech you're going to use, and you roll it out. But that is the start, it's not the end of the process. And I think this is what she's going to be talking about. What do you think? Yeah, I, I really... I love that you've tied it into our job because I'm a big believer, even in journalism, where you try and be factually accurate, is that you have to accept this kind of the, that death of the author once it's released and people in, interpret it or reject it or, or love it, hopefully love it, um, in, in many different ways. And I think that's the exact same with, with your tech solutions. It's Some people will look at it and go, I have to learn something, so I, I don't want, want to adopt other people will say, this has completely changed how I work, thank you so much. And then the one we always forget, because we kind of fall into this like hypodermic needle reception thing, is actually some people will be like, oh, it's fine. And, and you know, they, they won't think too, too much about it. So I think it's going to be really interesting, um, just because not only is it just the beginning in terms of how it's received and how people adapt, it's just the beginning in how the teams installing these new solutions, that, you know, their journey continues on as they refine it and make it work and, you know, add, add to that solution. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to this one, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it goes back to something that's been paraphrased probably for as long as I've been working in learning development and HR publishing, to be honest, which is that field of dreams quote, um, if you build it, they will come. And people have used this for years and years and years about um, various tech solutions. Like you can uh, kind of embed whatever you want and you can implement whatever you want. You've got to work at it. You've got to really work at getting people to understand it, to adopt it and to put it in their workflow and to make the most use of it. And I guess this is what um, this is saying. You know, it's, an, it's a constant process. This is where maybe agile methodology uh, comes into it, where you kind of work in sprints and you iterate. You know, and don't think that just the once is enough. It's a constant evolution, I think. I, I just love that you got a field of dreams quote in, in, into this. So for me, that's <laughs> that, that's amazing. I think job achieved already <laughs> on this Twitter space. Job done, yeah. Um, I love death of the author as well. That's not something I've uh, heard before. Um, anyway, uh, away with the backslapping. The last uh, talk is 2.35 on Thursday, October 13th. This is with Anna Shevchenko, head of HR tech delivery at Wargaming. Uh, Daniel Ray, um, prolific and uh, enthusiastic gamer. Maybe I'll leave this one to you. What do you think? Yeah, mo more on the enthusiasm, less on the prolific. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'd have to concede. Uh, Wargaming, so I guess from a personal standpoint, do loads of cool things, but what most people know them for is World of Tanks, which is like a very immersive tank strategy game. I had a housemate in university who would play it from morning till night, so very familiar with, with Anna's, Anna's work and Anna's, Anna's team, I guess. I think this one's going to be really, really good because restructuring is an incredible pain, right? Nobody wants to restructure and what's interesting is nobody wants to implement HR tech really either because you have to then accept that you are 
in pain as an organization you know changes need to be made we are not reaching where we want to be or you know we are not supporting people in a way that we want to so i i think anything about transformation is a real real essential lesson for everyone because we all hit pain and then it's about how we adapt to it or how we can then strategically uh move forward and i uh yeah i'm really excited to hear about the sort of the ui mock-ups and and basically how, how they package this to be a successful transformation and how you can do that while maybe some of your stakeholders or you, you know the way the organization work is in limbo uh, i think it's i think it's gonna be really good Agreed. Um, just for context, the title of this talk is Uniting a Business Using Customised HR Tech During a Time of Restructuring. And it's looking at how you bring a lot of the skills in-house. Uh, the HR tech team uh, develop tools for the gaming developers. We're looking at, um, as you say, UI, UI mock-ups and all that sort of thing. It's a 30-minute talk, as a lot of the talks at Unleash World are. Quick in, quick out, um, move on, keep them snappy and short but with no less information. So uh, yeah, that's the final talk of the current HR tech talks. There's going to be more added every day, every week leading up to the event. Uh, we've got transformation as well. There's another uh, eight talks that um, feature HR transformation and we will be featuring and talking about those talks in uh, upcoming episodes of our Twitter spaces. For now though, Dan, thank you very much. See you soon. Thank you so much. See you soon.